and I am back everybody everybody out there listening on the internet waves it's that hobo with a southern twang show that motherfucker with the million dollar voice of course I'm the host Joe Madness coming to you something like live out of San Antonio the 210 so it's a big show today talking about whatever the hell comes up to my mind <laughs> so if anybody out there knows about Tech Nina Tech 9 fucks with a wicked shit everybody knows he just dropped a new album this year I don't know when it came out but who the hell cares right it's out listen to that shit it's hot it's on Spotify now another Another gem I came across on the Facebook. There is a there's a certain female out there, her name's Keela B. She's on that show, The Naked Intelligence. Y'all need to check that shit out, cause this this girl has something to say, right? It's always a beautiful thing when people speak their minds. Now, another thing that's been going on. Everybody's been seeing the NBA playoffs going right now. I guess they're the finals, right? That's what they call them when it's just down to two teams. We got Golden State against LeBron and the Magical Cavs. Now, it's crazy because if you break these teams down, you look at what their mascots are. LeBron's got the Cavs, which... You know, it's short for the Cavaliers. These are supposed to be some kind of knighted motherfuckers, right? Like, I can't even picture LeBron walking around with a fucking sword and trying to mark somebody, you know? Motherfuckers got so many memes out there where he's crying. (laughs) It's like, damn, dude. Like, the first time I heard that LeBron cries on the ESPN, I was like, really? Does he really cry? Because... I just can't picture a dude his size. That guy's about, what, 6'7", 6'9". Probably weighs about 240. Or, I don't know, 260. I don't fucking know, but he's a big old motherfucker, right? Can you picture him crying? Because I couldn't until I saw the memes. The most popular one that's out so far is the one where J.R. Smith did not know what was happening. Like, nobody told him, hey, dude. We're trying to win the game. We're tied. That ball needs to go in that there basket so we can fucking win and not go to overtime and get marked like it's about to go down. So, I I don't know. I'm not really a fan of either or team, but I kind of like the Cavs. There's something about the underdog. I mean, you got LeBron... You know, arguably one of the best players of all fucking time next to the likes of Jordan and Kobe Bryant. Now, that that's some good company to be around if you're in the NBA. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're the best of the best. So, LeBron's in that category. Now, on the other side, you got the ultimate fucking NBA team. You got, what, Klay Thompson, Steph Curry. You got KD. And then, I don't even know his fucking name. And then, 
like, I don't know how to say his name, but um, you may or you may not throw Draymond Green's fucking name in there. I don't know. But arguably, they got the big four, the big five, or pretty much the whole fucking team is badass. You know what I mean? So LeBron's facing that. Now, the Golden State Warriors, they're, they're based out of what? San Francisco? Um, now, the whole thing with San Francisco, it's a huge gay community. That's, that's the way I look at it. Like, anytime I think about San Francisco, you know, I say pre-Golden State Warriors fucking murking everybody. Anytime I thought about this, this fucking city, you know, I thought about some gay people fucking having parades and doing beautiful things out there with themselves you know what i mean like that's the one spot where you could be yourself you know what i mean you could go to work in a suit and then go home and fucking you know walk around with heels and you know um fabulous glitter shirts and ride a unicorn if you fucking found one you know what i mean not trying to talk some shit but that's the one place where you can be yourself you know, any walk of life on the planet, like, you go to fucking San Francisco, you gonna fit in, you know what I mean? So, these two teams going against each other, what was I trying to get at? Okay, so, the Golden State Warriors, their mascot is, (laughs) obviously, the Warriors, right? Like, I don't even think about Warriors, like, Warriors do not even come to my head pre-Golden State Warrior era, era, you know? Like, before this team actually kicked off and won the fucking, the championship, and then before anybody even knew who Stephon Curry was, like, mm, like, Warriors never even popped in my head. I don't even think anybody even fucking knew that team, you know? So, these two monster teams colliding, nobody gave LeBron a fucking shot to win. Now, long and behold, LeBron... And his magical team of people that nobody knows about. Except maybe for Kevin Love. Maybe Kevin Love. Everybody else is just like, eh, you know, that guy that used to be on the Lakers. That guy that used to be on name said team here. You know what I mean? Like, nobody really knows. So, these two teams are squaring off. LeBron's got no chance. No chance. Even if you gave him a fucking Harry Potter wand, nobody thought he would fucking, you know, win this game. So, they're squaring off. LeBron and his magical team of merry men were doing a really good job. And then, J.R. Smith (laughs) did not know what was happening. Like, nobody sent him a text or a tweet. Hey, hey, bitch, like, you score a point right now, we could possibly win the fucking game and steal it from this horrific monster of a team of the Golden State Warriors. So, he dribbled the midcourt and then he passed it, you know, like half a second left in the game and I don't even know who got the ball, but the receiver of the ball from J.R. Smith could barely get it off. Like, when he got it off, the buzzer went off and Even if he would have made that shot, it wouldn't have counted. And LeBron's just kind of looking at him, just making a whole meme of the situation. People are making memes out of this game. 
Like he, he literally looks like he's crying. It's amazing. This guy is so big. You can call him the gentle giant of the NBA. So, yeah, that happened, guys. They almost won, but just like life, you got to wear a cup sometimes because that bitch will just kick you right in the nuts and crush your dreams. So don't be like the LeBron and the Cavaliers. Take life by the balls, the horns, and make it your bitch. Now let's kick this shit off. <laughs> that hobo is back on the mic. All right, so talking about LeBron and the Cavs, J.R. Smith, Stephon Curry. Let's switch it up a little bit. So, all right. So I'm still, I'm still on the lookout. I'm on the prowl for that next million billion dollar voice that can sit across from the king himself, Joe Madness. Right? <laughs> Motherfucker's talking to himself in uh, third person. That's crazy. So. Yeah, I definitely am going to make this show the best fucking show on this planet. And the vision I got right now is there has to be somebody across from me. Somebody who's a girl, who's hot as fuck, who's got a personality, and of course... That voice has gotta be banging, right? So how you gonna how you gonna sit across from the hobo and have a shitty voice? Like, come on, that ain't gonna work, right? So of course this show is brought to you by nobody. Because last time I checked on the Patreon, nobody has yet to sign up on board to be a sponsor. For the madman himself, right? Now, you still got plenty of time. Sign up. You know, help a motherfucker out. Because you can... Essentially, you could say that you've been there since the beginning, right? Like, once the show blows up into the thing that everybody knows it's going to be, then you could say that you were there. Like, you helped. You know what I mean? Like, who could say that? Well, what are some of the good shows out there? Um, what, Seinfeld was a big one? Like, nobody can say they helped that shit. Like, that was... That was controlled by... What, mega corporations, right? Like, what was that motherfucker put it on? NBC, maybe? I don't know. Whatever, whatever network that was put out Seinfeld and... You know, blew that motherfucker up, right? So... What's another good show? Uh... The price is right. Nobody can say they helped build that motherfucker. You know what I mean? So that could be you. You could tell your friends and your family. You can pick up the bitches and be like, you know what? You know that hobo with the Southern Twain show? That was me. I helped. I was a part of that beautiful masterpiece of a show, right? So before this 
show becomes the next big thing. Because I already know it is. Like, you motherfuckers are the ones that are behind. I'm up way in the front looking back and being like, hey, bitches, catch up. You know what I mean? So, before that happens, go to the patreon.com forward slash hobo210 and sign up to be a patron because every little bit helps. You know, we got we got stuff that needs to happen, like the website. Um, we need to get a producer up in this motherfucker, so you know we can take off some of the some of the legwork. You know, help a motherfucker out. That's all I'm saying. We can. Um, I want to get a co-host before then, though, because like, what's the point of having a co-host if I blow up before I even get one? Like, shit, man. I can fucking just do it myself then, right? So. Go and sign up. Of course, I'm on the Facebook. Um, there's details on my um, on my podcast page for the Instagram, the Facebook. Um, that fucking YouTube channel, though. It's set up from what I know of, but I don't even know what the fucking link is. So if you know the link, you know how to find it or whatever. Uh, <laughs> um, hobo210 at AOL.com help a motherfucker out cause apparently my stupid ass can't even figure out what the fucking link is to the YouTube channel alright sorry so moving on enough of that enough, enough of plugging you know so I created this fucking this beautiful meme Roseanne you know got quite a few likes and you know, the uh, the general public seem to seem to love it. You know, I showed some people at work. I was like, hey, you know, Roseanne looks kind of hot. You know, I'd hit that shit. And they were like, nah, not us. And it just comes down to show you that people in San Antonio are fucking lame. Like, <clears throat> I was even looking at one of the uh, the magazines this, this city puts out, The Current. And there was this comedian on there. He, he put San Antonio on blast because he did a show here. And apparently people showed up to his show. Like, he's a real popular guy. I don't even know his name. Like, even if I knew his name, I don't even want to drop his name. But he, um, he said, this fucking city's lame. You know what I mean? It's dry as fuck for humor. And I said it on the last fucking show. And long and behold, man, they're fucking talking about it on San Antonio's magazine. So... I'm not the only one that thinks this fucking city is lame as shit. Uh, he tweeted out, you know, his his fucking uh, distaste for the city, you know, as well. And a lot of other comedians that are pretty popular jumped on board too. They were on that fucking that train, you know what I mean? Like it's just not one or two people. It's like a whole bunch of people that think that people here do not have a fucking sense of humor. Like, let me let me give you another example that that'll fucking put this even more into fruition in everybody's brain that this fucking city does not have a fucking funny bone to save his fucking life. Hood clips on Instagram is one of the funniest shit, like shits I've ever come across. You add them on Instagram, hood clips. Tell me that you're not gonna find something hilarious on there. 
I showed these motherfuckers in San Antonio a couple of these clips from Hood Clips, and none of them were fucking laughing. I'm like, really? Like, one of them even has, I don't know if y'all seen this, but Homer Simpson from The Simpsons is getting whacked over the head by Bart Simpson, his legitimate son, and fucking he starts singing Despacito. Like, come on, how is that not funny? Another one, uh, he starts singing the fucking, uh, what is that song? The Lion King song, um, blah, la, 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 or whatever, I don't even know how it goes, and what's the other one? Uh, okay, there is a little person, you know, I, I don't even want to be politically correct, I mean, that's not me, he's a fucking midget, wearing uh, some little bitty shorts, and I, from what I can hear, it sounds like a dime piece may or may not be filming this little guy. So he makes his little ah noise, right? <laughs> but that's not the funny part. That's not the funny part. Okay, so let me set this up. So he's on a boat. He's on the edge of the boat. And I don't even know where he's at. I don't even know what fucking, if he's in the ocean or if he's on a lake. I don't, I don't even know. But this little dude is jumping into the water and when he lands, there's a bloop noise. <laughs> it is so fucking funny. Oh my gosh. So, yeah. I mean, that's my point though. I mean, nobody in fucking San Antonio knows what funny is. Like, fuck out of here. Now, moving on. Um, I don't even want to talk about this fucking horrific city anymore. Okay, so, Roseanne Barr has been on the news now, she, uh, apparently she tweeted something. I read the original tweet, um, or what it was about. I don't even know why I said original, because I don't even fucking remember if I did or did not read it, but basically, um, somebody in political power is, uh, is black, right, essentially, and she tweeted something like, um, if Muslim, the religion of Muslim and, um, I want to say a monkey from the, from the, what is it? What's that fucking movie called? The Planet of the Apes had a fucking baby. It'd be her or him or I don't even know if it's a girl or a guy. But I was like, really? That's not fucking racist. Like, you know anything about fucking Roseanne, about the shit she puts out? I mean, I guess you could call it controversial depending on how you look at it. You know what she says or does not say, you know, what she does. I mean, she was married to fucking Tom Arnold, you know what I mean? Like, the fuck's racist about her? I don't know, Tom Arnold's a white guy, and you're probably thinking, like, mm, what kind of connection are you trying to make there? I'm just saying, she's cool people, you know? So, I don't understand where the hate came from, but apparently America was in, like, some kind of uproar about what she's saying. And then there was other people talking about, like, why is she even talking politics when she's an entertainer? Man, you can talk about whatever the hell you want to talk about. You know what I mean? Like, I was telling somebody earlier today and fucking last week and when it happened. I've been saying this. That Twitter is a fucking career killer. Like, it can kill whatever you got going before it even gets fucking started. Or if you have something beautiful happening, like, you got a show. I mean, the show that she had, they resurrected it. You know, it was a show back in the 90s. They brought back the Roseanne show. And apparently it was one of the biggest fucking shows 
like the numbers were out of this fucking planet. Like the numbers were fucking flying through the roof, you know what I mean? And what, what is it, ABC, I think? Those motherfuckers, these bitches, fucking kill her fucking show. And her co-hosts, or I don't know, I don't know what you call those people, her, uh, her colleagues or the uh, minions that were also on the show, you know what I mean? Because it's the Roseanne show, right? I mean, everybody fucking knows that. I mean, this show is essentially nobody's here to watch fucking the curly hair girl, the, the little boy that was, that fucking grew up on the show. Like, people are wanting to watch Roseanne. That's why people fucking tune in, right? So, the, the Manians were like, oh, her views do, do not share our views or whatever the fuck, or pretty much just throwing her ass under the bus. And I'm like, really? Like, she brought you to the fucking show, you know what I mean? Like, before this, you weren't making a motherfucking thing. Like, nobody wanted to watch you. You weren't getting paid. Like, she was nice enough to resurrect this fucking show. I mean, I'm sure Roseanne's got plenty of fucking money. She doesn't need to be doing this whole-ass show, you know what I mean? So for them to throw her under the bus like that was, like, pretty much like a big fuck you, you know? Like, she was the one that got money in their pockets, that fed their fucking families, and they weren't there to back her up. So, man, you just got to remember, man, what brought you to the fucking show. I mean, I don't know who owns the rights at Roseanne, but you could have probably did a spinoff. You, could, you probably could have called it something else, you know, pitched it to another network if you, if you really wanted to. You know what I'm saying? So, even if she was nice enough to, to would have wanted to do that, I mean, after hearing that bullshit from... From those people that she worked with, fuck out of here, like fuck them. You know what I mean? So Tweeter is a fucking career killer. Gonna take a short break. We gonna go back to the music. So, breaking news, you know, I thought that I was given that alcohol machine, the smart start, I thought I was given that back on the 15th, but nope, my PO told me that I basically have it till the end of the month, so it's like, fuck, even I had to pay a whole month on it, so fuck my life. I thought come the 15th, I was going to go return that motherfucker and not have to deal with it or look at it ever again. But no, wrong as always, you know. Well, there's, uh, there's light at the end of the tunnel. And come the 11th, I don't have to take that whole ass pill again. So that's the good news. That motherfucker sucks. Now, for all my drinkers out there, I noticed that this is like some of the shit you don't notice when you're sober. Like, I've been sober for a while now, obviously. You know, I took that fucking um, alcohol machine 
any other day to get it calibrated. And somebody was sitting in the chair just uh, ready to get their alcohol machine, you know? <laughs> I was like, man, you're in a, you're in for a rude awakening. Like I mentioned before, I mean, you got to blow in that motherfucker in the wee hours of the morning, the evening, and then right again before midnight. So it's like, fuck, man, every fucking day of your life. So I'm, I'm at one end and this guy's just barely starting. I'm just like, fuck, man, fuck your life. You know, my life's about to get better. And your life's gonna start where mine ended six months ago. You know what I mean? So for all these uh, all these people out here that aren't sober, you know, one of the things you start noticing when you are sober is, um, you know what? Nobody that you know or come across or meet or anything of the sort, nobody does anything without fucking drinking. It's crazy. Like, you don't even realize it. Because it's just... It's just a thing you do. You know what I mean? Like, you're hanging out. You're drinking. You watch the game. You're drinking. It's summertime. So you're grilling. You're drinking. You're at the fucking pool. What are you doing? You're drinking. It's not really much that you're doing without drinking some alcohol. So... You know, for everybody out there that's trying to trying to live that sober life and they aren't that mentally strong, it's like, shit. Like, you're fucked either way you go, right? Like, you go into that door, you're fucked. You go into the middle door, hey, guess what? You're fucked. You go into the door on the left, <laughs> you might as well just fucking grab a bottle and just take a swig because... Everybody's doing it, you know what I mean? Shit. Now, I mean, I'm I'm fortunate that it doesn't bother me if I'm around people and they're fucking boozing it up, you know what I mean? I I don't even know why. It probably has to do with the fact that, you know, I'm on this whole ass pill and then I'm blowing into this fucking, you know, smart start machine. So it's like, damn man, I'm already fucked. Let's not make it any worse. But there's so many people out there in the world that it, it doesn't matter. Like, they just can't stop. You know, and they won't. Which is really sad. I mean, there's, they're doing crack. They're doing coke. They're doing meth. You know, fucking whatever. And they can't stop. And it seems like their lives are crumbling. And they can't do anything about it. So... Shit, if you know somebody like that, just, man, just fuck it, man. Just whack them over the head with a brick, because it ain't going to get any better for them. Right? <laughs> uh, just kidding. Or am I? But, uh, it's been a long journey. It really has. And it's only going to get better. You know, pretty soon, this show's going to kick off. It's gonna blow up. I'm gonna be, uh, I'm gonna be rich, um, drinking again, obviously. You know, 
I've thought about it over and over. Like, do I want to drink? Do I? Do I want to consume alcohol? And I think the answer to that question is always going to be like, yes. 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 Just not right now. So. That's something that's going to happen in the, I guess, in the near future. You know what? One thing I do keep thinking about, though, is that fucking michelada, man. I could just, I can just taste it. Yeah, I just really want one. Like, I haven't had one. Damn. How many months? It's been like six months, maybe. Maybe longer. I haven't had a michelada. Now, if you don't know what a michelada is, you need to fucking run out the fucking house right now. If you're in a car, stop at your local fucking Mexican restaurant. Grab one, you know? Like, they're that fucking good. Now, if you don't... If you don't like them, then you should probably go kill yourself because you don't you don't know what good alcohol is. You know what I mean? Like you mix that shit in with some beer, woo! It's going down, bitches. You know what I'm saying? All right. So one last thing before <laughs> we uh, we move on from that topic. So I love Topo Chico. Like, if you guys have not tried this stuff, it's fucking awesome. Basically, soda water. Like, it's water, but then it's carbonated, so... I don't know. I love fucking soda. Now, I saw this fucking commercial on the TV, and... They came out with sparkling water that has alcohol in it. Oh, my gosh. (sighs) My heart skipped a beat, you guys. Like, I cannot wait to consume this deliciousness. Now, I've heard from some haters that, you know, it's been out there before. Like, I haven't seen it. Uh, Have you guys seen it? I don't know. If you've seen it and you tasted it, um, fucking email me. Tell me about it because it's going to be a while before I can even try it. It's um, hobo210 at AOL.com. Now, as soon as I'm able to, I'm going to get me some fucking sparkling water with alcohol in it. Like, I can't believe I haven't even mixed it with anything before, you know, like, whether, yeah, you know what, it probably wouldn't be the same thing, you know, you know what I mean? Like, you know how people mix vodka with apple juice or, I don't know, I don't drink vodka, um, orange juice or whatever, or whiskey and coke. It's probably not the same thing, right? Like, yeah, it's probably not. Well, anyways, as soon as I'm able to, I'm gonna try that shit. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> So that hobo's back returning from that short break. And I wanted to talk about what happened. So there was a pair of panties and an empty Wendy's box I found on the grass. Like, what kind of shit is that? Now, if there ever was a fucking guy or there 
was a sign, you know, that there is one, this would have been the fucking day, you know? Now, if it would have came with instructions on what to do with these items so I can make a badass video, that would have been even more of a of evidence that a higher power exists in my eyes. So I came across this gym on my on basically on my feet, right? And I didn't know what to do. I was like, I gotta make a fucking video. So this was on my way to the store, so I ended up just going to the store. I bought whatever I wanted, and then I was I was thinking, you know, hey, we're gonna come up with something awesome or whatever, and then nah, I didn't come up with shit. So then I thought, let's just fucking wing it like we always do, you know? So let me tell you, that was a horrible idea because what I put out on Facebook and Instagram was garbage. It was it was nothing good. <laughs> I ended up just walking up to the pair of panties or whatever while taping and, or, you know, recording. Like, all the youngsters out there would be like, taping? Like, what is that? What is this? What are these tapes? But, yeah, I could have done anything other than what I did and it probably would have been better. So, to this day, even if I was just go back, somebody said, Go back and re-record that shit. And this was a couple days later. I was like, I don't I don't think them panties in that box are going to be sitting there anymore on the grass. Just neatly placed. You know what I mean? So, even in, to this day, if I were to have that perfect scenario again, I, I don't even know what I would do because I still can't come up with nothing. Like, I haven't had a bright idea what I would have done with that. You know, to this day, so... It's like, fuck, man. Everybody botches shit up, you know? Like, I never... I, I never tried or never attempted to, to do any of this. You know, like, Facebook. I mean, I haven't been doing it that long. Instagram. Haven't been doing it that long. Twitter. I don't even fuck with Twitter, you know? We just talked about that. Like, fuck that shit. Um... So, even the YouTube channel, I haven't fucked with that either. Um, me attempting to do what I'm doing right now is um, something different for me. So, obviously, I need practice and I need, to, I need to get better at it, for sure. You know, I got to hone my craft, you know, so to speak. You know, another thing I came across on the Facebook, um, I, I came across this video. You know, you come across videos all the time, right? Well... I fucking, uh, I comment on everything, you know, even if it's stupid, even if it's fucked up, I mean, I got nothing to say, I say something, you know, just, I don't know why, and I usually drop a link or whatever, you know, so people will check out the podcast if they like my comment, or they're like, ooh, you know, maybe this guy's got something to say, or, you know, he's kind of funny, or, you know, I fucking hate him, I don't know, I don't know what people think, but, anyways, this particular video was, I guess what, what a female would do if she was getting uh, attacked by, you know, some attacker, a, you know, how she would defend herself or whatever. So basically just showing uh, techniques, you know, like, hey, you should do this, you should do that, and uh, yeah, hopefully you don't get raped, right? Or something bad happens to you. So the thing I did was just what I just said. I commented, I was like, 
you know, if the female uses these shitty techniques, she's probably gonna get raped, you know, just saying. And it was something along those lines. It probably wasn't the same thing I just said, but I mean, that's all I said, right? And all of a sudden, man, I just start getting attacked, saying I'm a piece of shit and all this stuff. And, you know, I'm just like, you know, just trying to have a discussion or whatever. And, you know, she put the comments. She's like, well, this isn't a discussion. And I was like, well, that part isn't. But, you know, what came afterwards kind of kind of turned into one. And, you know, I don't understand. I mean, if you put yourself out on social media, whatever you post, whatever you say, I mean, that I think, in my eyes, that gives everybody the right, anybody, to fucking say whatever they want, put whatever they want on your shit, right? Like, put you on blast if they want, like, or maybe they're gonna say something nice, I don't know. But, if you put yourself out out there like that, I mean, you should be prepared for what's coming too, right? I mean, that's, that's what I think, um... You know, put me, people put me on blast all the time. Like my uh, Facebook account, my, uh, my Instagram, my, you know, my social media accounts or whatever, none of them are blocked or private or whatever the fuck, you know, they're all opening whoever wants to see them or check them out or, you know, share them or whatever, whatever they want to do. I ain't got nothing to hide. I got no shame in what I do. Um, so this went on and people were calling me rapist and they were calling me low life and all this, all this negative shit, you know, just from one comment. And, uh, I mean, I, I've never fucking raped anybody. People I've talked to though, um, I tell you right now, unfortunately, probably eight out of 10 females that I've talked to in my life have a rape story. That's unfortunate, but that is what it is, you know? Um, None of them by the hands of me, no less. You know what I mean? Like, I don't get down like that. I don't, I don't be females. Um, I don't fuck with females like that. Like, you know, I've had somebody in my life that, you know, meant dear to me that told me not to do that ever. Like, be females. So, you know, that's something I never done. You know, I can't, I can't claim that shit. So I ended up <laughs> just, uh, just to kind of stir the pot, the pot a little bit more, I uh, ended up sharing the post, you know, to my page, and then I was like, "Free speech, bitches!" Like somebody's, somebody's mad at me because I fucking said that, you know, blah blah blah. And then, lo and behold, man, it's another discussion, right? Um, now people are threatening me, <laughs> you know, these uh, these stranger danger guys. And I don't know that that honestly doesn't really bother me at all. Um, I think it's kind of comical. I find it amusing. Um, they were saying they were gonna find me and you know do do stuff, I guess, and whatever. And uh, then they the, the one of the guys started getting uh started getting uh feisty with a girl that commented something and. You know, it just kind of went on from there, and, you know, the the heat got removed from me and placed on them, so. I don't know, man. Social media is something else. Um, I love the fact that, you know, we do have free speech, and we can kind of say whatever we want. I mean, obviously, there's consequences to everything that we do, but more or less, everybody's afforded that opportunity, you know, to 
kind of speak their mind and, you know, <laughs> just kind of say whatever they want. I love it. Now, that's one thing I always stand up for is freedom of speech. I mean, I'd hate it if one day I was censored, you know? Um, that's not what I'm about. I don't want to wake up one day in a world where, you know, I can't say what I want. I mean, I think right now we live in a, in a fucking world where, you know, we're limited to what we can and can't do, unfortunately. Whether it's good stuff or bad stuff that we want to do. I mean, it could be anything, you know? Well, that's unfortunate. But, you know, I'm kind of glad everything goes down the way it does. You know, I, uh, I love stirring the pot. I love how I feel like I have this superpower where I could just kind of speak my mind and make somebody more or less feel some type of way. I can kind of finagle a situation to my liking. I can kind of you know, mentally fuck somebody into thinking one way or another, doing something that I like. You know, and half time I'm not even trying, you know. It's a powerful tool that I would love to further further utilize in the future. Ah <sighs> so we'll take a break and then when I come back. I'm going to talk about something that I myself find interesting and that I've kind of more or less dealt with. You know, on a personal level, you know what I mean? I've kind of dealt with in my life and I've kind of seen brought to light, you know, other people dealing with it. And um, I don't know, I guess I just wanted to throw in my two cents on it. So, getting back into this, I came across this documentary on Showtime. It's called Bipolar Rock and Roller, starring Mauro Ranallo. Now, if you don't know who that is, he is a world-renowned announcer when it comes to Sporting events, right? He's pretty much called it all. Wrestling. He's called MMA. He's called practically every fucking sport. Now, if he hasn't done it on a national level, he's called it on a lower level, right? So, he's pretty fucking famous, though. Nobody knew he was as fucked up as uh, as he is. You know, but he's really uh, he's a really cool guy. You know, he gets into everything that he does. Anytime he's an announcer doing anything. I mean, he, if you weren't into the sport before, you hear this guy talking about it. You're going to be like, oh, shit, I don't know what's going on. But this guy sounds really exciting. He's got me going. So I feel like watching, right? Which is probably what any good announcer will get you doing or feeling. 
If they're worth a fuck, right? So, this guy puts out a documentary. He's, uh, he's struggling with bipolar disease or syndrome or I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't know what people call it. An illness or <laughs> whatever medical issue that is, right? Now, you know, one day he'll be crying or one moment he'll be crying. Next moment he's fucking fine as a whistle. Supposedly he gets a lot of energy, you know, from this uh, this bipolar thing. Now, I didn't know anything really about it, you know, really beforehand. You know, there's been times where I met people that said they, that they had it, and it was more or less a difficult situation to deal with. But um, I kind of, over the years, I kind of feel like I've got it. Like, somebody gave it to me. <laughs> you know, I was just playing, but... Um, I didn't know it was anything, though. Like, it's it's normal to somebody who deals with it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm pretty sure I'm all sorts of fucked up. But it's normal to me, whereas, you know, if somebody dealt with, you know, the things in my head that I deal with, they, <laughs> they'd be running into the doctor because they'd be like, well, this isn't right. You know what I mean? But to me, it's normal just because... That's that's what I know. That's what I'm used to. So he in his documentary he put out um, there was a moment where you know he he was struggling with it pretty bad, and he said that you know in an interview he he stated that you know if he wouldn't have got a text message from somebody asking him if he was okay, that he doesn't know what what would have happened. So, even a simple text message can help somebody that's struggling in a situation, you know? I mean, maybe they're suicidal or maybe they're uh, they're dealing with something that, you know, maybe you don't understand, but it's something they're dealing with and they're struggling with day in, day out. You know what? Maybe that simple text message could save that person's life. So, that's definitely something to think about. You know, I don't think I'm that bad though. I'm never, I've never tried to kill myself or anything, but um, I do struggle and deal with something, you know, day in day out. That I don't think a lot of a lot of people that are quote unquote normal would be able to handle. So I actually kind of rather enjoy it, you know. Um, before I used to question life, you know, <laughs> like, why me? Why do I have to put up with this shit? But, um, like I said, I mean, it's, it's what I find normal and for some reason over the years, I mean, I've gotten stronger to where I can deal with more shit than probably a normal person. A lot of normal people could probably deal with, put all together, you know, so. Also, believe it or not, 
a lot of people that are are famous or were famous when they were alive or walking out there in the world. Today, a lot of them are fucked up for some reason or another. You know? Some people, you know, they wouldn't be that badass comedian or badass actor, musician, if they didn't have some type of fucked up life. You know, it's unfortunate that um, they've had to deal with this or that, you know. Something terrible happened to them, but if that wouldn't have happened, they probably wouldn't have come up with whatever badass shit that they came up with, you know. For your entertainment. (laughs) So, it kind of It kind of seems like if you're fucked up in life, in your head, and your personal self, that you're more likely to succeed when it comes to becoming famous or as an entertainer. Something artistic, no less, right? Because you're able to think outside the box. You're able to think that certain type of way where you produce gold. Or the magic happens. So, if you're listening to this and you're struggling with some shit, there's hope out there for you. You can do something positive. You can make something beautiful happen. In your life. As long as you're willing to. Leave that negativity behind. You know I choose not to. Not to sit here and. Focus on negative energy. That my body may or may not. Produce right. Something that I have to deal with. it Could cripple a normal person. You know, I believe everybody can overcome whatever they're dealing with without the medications, without having to put yourself through seeing doctors, seeing these people that have never dealt with what you are dealing with. You know, hearing these people talk about how you're fucked up and how it's not normal and all this shit. Well, what the fuck is normal? You know, I wish somebody would tell me. Like, what is normal? I have no idea what it is. But I tell you right now. Whatever it, it is. It, it, it is. <laughs> whatever it, it is. I, I would rather just keep myself the way I am. That's why I don't, I don't take any type of pills. I don't. I don't choose to understand what's going on, you know? I've learned to handle it my own type of way, and, you know, this train is moving forward. I am going to succeed. I am gonna make all my dreams come true like a Disney fucking movie, right? (laughs) So, uh, 
Yeah, if somebody out there you know is dealing with some shit, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I don't think this is something that uh, you are able to help somebody with. I think it's something somebody more or less has to figure it out on their own. we come to the end of the show don't fucking cry about it so you know show was a little bit delayed getting put out and let me tell you why so I moved I got sick um I just didn't want to put out a shitty product you know um I had most of it done about a couple weeks ago and I was listening to it, or you know what? I actually I'm lying already. I didn't listen to it, but I kind of felt rushed, and I kind of felt like kind of felt like um, what am I looking to say here? I kind of felt like I, I wasn't happy with what I I was about to put out, and that's not a feeling that I ever want to have before I actually put something out, you know. Because I want to put something out that's going to be the best possible thing that I could possibly, you know, uh, produce, right, for you guys. So, I wasn't, more or less, I wasn't happy with it. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to find some time and then, you know, we'll get it going again and boom, it'll be good. So, that didn't really end up happening the way I wanted it to, so, uh, long story short, it just kind of, kind of took a little bit longer than it should have, and that's my bad, I mean, people get busy, people got shit to do, um, but on the bright side, there is a bright side, right, there always is, um, I now no longer have to take that anabuse pill, so, Congratulations to that hobo with his southern twang. Which is also the name of the fucking show, right? <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so... I'm really, really, really gonna try hard this time. Really gonna try hard to fucking... Put out an episode... In a timely manner. But... I also come to realize that by delaying putting out a new episode it kind of gives people that are new to this show a chance to to listen on this episode whatever episode is out at the time and kind of catch up you know before the new ones come out so i don't know who gives a fuck about that i guess but anyways um as always facebook um no tweeter i don't think i'm ever gonna fuck with that like nah you know i'm <laughs> i'm good right um, Instagram, um, please, please check out the Patreon page, give me something, make me feel wanted, I don't know, also, um, one day I will figure out what the YouTube channel link is, so that's, um, that's coming, 
even though at the moment it doesn't have any content so it's kind of like pretty irrelevant for me to even have a link to it if it's empty like people are just gonna show up and then be like uh where are the videos now what the fuck so everything's gonna get organized someday soon ish i'm also like i said i'm also on a prowl for a co-host a producer um i'm definitely gonna put it on the facebook on the facebooks you know and let people people know because i'm gonna put out the word that i am looking for somebody i guess more or less uh preferably a female that's hot with a personality and a voice that's what three big things that are probably impossible to find but you know what though my facebook is kind of selective i mean more or less it's people that i've kind of more or less i mean i've selected you know i found something in them that was cool or interesting or they were cute or i don't know something so there's potential there i just i don't know if anybody's gonna be able to step up to the plate and fill the shoes that nobody has filled yet you know because to sit across from the the man with a million dollar voice i'm sure it can be quite intimidating so as always you stat hobo with the southern twang show i of course Joe Madness, the host, the man with the million dollar voice. Stay tuned. Very soon, a new episode will be coming to you. I'm out, bitches.